This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix Nutty 4.1. Hey, good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Monday. It's May 22nd. Last day of school for Clark County students. Happy uh, summer. Welcome to summer. It just seems abnormally early that they're going on vacation. Usually uh, it happens after Memorial Day or it has in years past. But maybe I think they went back to school extra early this year. So maybe that's why they're out extra early. Yeah. Didn't they do a tweak where they started super early uh, back in August and sort of wrap up now? But it's just a half a day, too. So this, if this is the last day we get you until school starts the you know in August, we're going to miss you but we'll still be here you can still listen every morning and download the podcast and we don't want you to go away we want you to stay with us yeah we're definitely going to still be here uh during the summer we uh, got a tweet from uh, melodies this morning she was checking in and you can always check in um by tweeting us at mercedes in the am which she did or you can call or text us at 702-364-9400 and she says checking in with mercedes in the morning in the pre-show hoping they have working ac in their studios today week number four would suck Let's give you an update. We have no AC. (laughs) We are still AC-less. The word, word on the street is that it's going to be fixed this morning. It's not fixed yet. But word is, it will be fixed this morning. So we are keeping our fingers crossed. Because we're waiting. The, the guy is coming in or something? There's someone coming in to do it now? Is Apparently that the, so, yeah. yeah. So there's someone coming in now to do it. So it, it took a while to get uh, corporate to sign off on the part. So they finally signed off on the part last week. And then it took a while to get finally to get the part. And now we got to get the guy to put the part in. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's, this, that's the update on that. You know, I was hopeful. But I was, uh, you know, cautiously optimistic. Didn't uh, want to get too excited. So, yeah, I came in this morning and I was like, yeah, uh, still one more day. Hopefully, this is the last day. Yeah, how's that fan? Does that fan help at all? You yeah, Mercedes has a box uh, fan going let in there. me borrow a fan, and it it circulates the air. Yeah. It's, it's not necessarily cooling things off, but at least it doesn't get so stuffy in here. It's uh, uh, it's helping. Yeah, definitely. It circulates the air, yeah. but we have no, still no AC, and it's and it's above normal temperatures outside. And we had the the doors open last weekend was the worst because last weekend someone shut our doors. So Steph gets here first. She came in last Monday morning. And it was just almost unbearable in the studios because there was no air circulating in Mercedes studio, my studio, all weekend long. This week, a little bit different. At least my studio door was open. The the blinds were shut to block out all the heat because it's uh, in the afternoon, west side of the uh, west side. 
the, the windows get hit and it gets super hot here in the afternoon. So it wasn't as bad this morning, but you definitely feel the heat inside the studio. Yeah, definitely. But hopefully tomorrow morning when we check in with you, it will be nice and cool. And I'm I'm very uh, I'm very optimistic that it will be. So yeah, just uh, getting back from the weekend, a busy one here in Vegas. You have the EDC crowd headed home, and as you heard Mitch say earlier, there's uh, definitely some heavy traffic in that area if you're headed that way this morning. And then a big win for the for the Golden Knights on Friday and on Saturday. So now they're up 2-0 in the series. And we're going to talk about that coming up next hour in What's Trending. Yeah, I know Matt was doing some stuff with EDC. What, was he out there last night? What were his hours? Was he going out at like 10 o'clock at night and getting home at 6 o'clock in the morning? What was his weekend oh, like? Oh, no. He has to get out there early to get things set up. So he was out there at like 7. Mm. And then he would get home on, um, let's see, Friday to Saturday. Saturday morning he got home at like two and then saturday to sunday he got home no no no. friday to saturday was four saturday to sunday was two and then this morning uh i just was like where is he i woke up and it was 250 i remember and he was still not home and i was like oh my gosh where is he so i look on my find my friends and i see he's still out there so i'm kind of panicking because i thought he would be home a lot earlier and i couldn't fall back to sleep so i was just like oh my gosh and so i my alarm goes off still not home i'm just now i'm freaking out and i'm just like well it says he's on his way Okay, so um, I'm getting ready, and then I hear him come in. So he got home around 4.30 this morning. So, yeah, it was, and I went downstairs to get my stuff, and he's sitting there at the counter and doing his editing. And he's a photographer, in case you don't know. Um, And he was, uh, he was like, good morning. And I was like, good morning. I'm like, I try not to be upset. I was just worried, you know? I was just really worried. And he's like, I'm sorry I'm so late. I'm like, it's fine. Um, And, but I was still just like, I wish it would have come home earlier. I missed him. It was it was kind of a weird weekend. I was all by myself. Like he's had he had that. Um, my oldest is at college. My youngest had like two end of the school year parties. One Friday, one Saturday. So it's all alone <laughs> all weekend. And I loved it, but I also did not love it. Well, something different too when your your spouse is working all weekend, but they're now working like opposite hours that you normally might work. So Matt working overnight in the morning is not something he typically does for the weekend. And so when you're going to bed, used to having him there, he's not in bed with you and there is something about that anxiety whether your 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 significant other is going out to dinner or something i'll be back by 10 and you go to bed at 9 30 and you wake up at 10 45 and they're not home yet there's something about that feeling you get in your stomach like where are they and i'm the same way i'll look right at my phone to see where they are and it's just there's some there's an easiness about that when yeah that happens. it's 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 uh anxiety for me yeah. just like not like you can't go out but why aren't you home yet? I thought you would be home by now. So, yeah, that was kind of uh, what we went through this weekend. How was your weekend? It was it was quiet. It was So Laura's been, she's been sick. She's been fighting something last week, and um, she started to feel a little bit better over the weekend and then kind of took a turn last night again to the sick side. But we'll figure out what's going on with her. But that was because of that last week, we normally got to dinner on Friday night. We stayed in Friday night. We got takeout, and then I went up out to the ranch by myself on Friday night to take care of the horses. It was just a real peaceful Friday night. It was really nice. And then uh, Saturday, I was out at Silverado Ranch Park because they're opening up a brand new community center that's going to open up in early of 2024. And this past Saturday was the big preview for the, the community center that's opening. And that is Steph's Park. Saturday was Steph's birthday. So Steph came out, and I got to see Momo and James on Saturday afternoon. It was so cute seeing you and 
and mom were together. I was like, there's your Uncle JC. <laughs> and he gets so happy. That's that's awesome. You guys had a good time. It's a beautiful park. It's Steph, that's your go-to park? That's my everyday park. Momo goes there every day, sees his friends there. So we're really excited for that community center to open next year. So yeah, so many listeners out there and so many dogs. It reminded me of, we used to do an event called Petapalooza, which was just a huge pet-friendly event. And there were that many dogs out there on Saturday because there was a big dog park next door that I felt like I was at old school Petapalooza event. So we did that on Saturday, uh, hung out with some buddies in the afternoon. And other than that, it was just a nice, like, you know, quiet weekend, which is good. Nice. Well, it's going to be uh, a crazy show today. So I'm glad you had your time to calm down and relax because <laughs> we're going to get things going this morning. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Shy Guy by Di- Diana King? Wonderful by Everclear. Or do you want to hear Are You Happy Now by Michelle Branch? Could you love me? are your choices you can get your votes in right now there's a couple of ways to do it you can vote on our facebook page you can tweet us with your vote at mercedes in the am or you can text or call us at 702-364-9400 we're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on mix 94.1 mix 94.1 coming 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 up you're gonna want to hear this we have more to come on the pre-show this morning on the way next we have the daily dirt fans hoping to see miley cyrus on tour this summer might be disappointed details on what miley said are coming up in five minutes and the votes are in wonderful by everclear is the pre-show you pick up you choose the music you pick it we play it awesome it's the mercedes in the morning pre-show you pick a mix 94.1 It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Miley Cyrus says she does not have a desire to tour again. She prefers to perform for friends and loved ones instead of an entire arena. Miley says singing for hundreds of thousands of people isn't really the thing that I love. There's no connection. There's no safety. She added, it's also not natural. It's so isolating because if you're in front of 100,000 people, then you are alone there on stage. So a lot of people thinking is Miley, her her album's a, a smash hit. Flowers is still in the top five. Are thinking that maybe she's going to announce in a tour? If she comes out with this, doesn't seem like a tour might happen. Yeah, that's surprising because I had heard those rumors that she was going to be touring here soon. So uh, unless she's trying to throw everyone off. But yeah, it sounds like that those rumors were wrong. Yeah, that's, yeah, they said it could be a giant curveball. We'll find out. So last night was the season finale of American Idol season 21. I'm going to talk about the winner. So if you're waiting to watch it this morning, we're going to reveal who won here in a second. Season 21 wrapped up last night. And here is Ryan Seacrest with the winner. The winner of American Idol 2023 is Ian Tongyik. So Ian is a Hawaiian singer-songwriter. He's only 18 years old, and if you go all the way back to his, his audition, he had a real emotional audition. Um, his biggest supporter and inspiration was his dad, who was also a musician. His dad died just two months earlier, and the loss had him made it, Ian, 
think he was considering quitting music, but his mom made him sign up for American Idol. He made it through to front of the judges. And his audition of him doing Monsters by James Blunt was the most streamed viral moment of the show this year. So let's go all the way back to EM's audition back in February on American Idol. Here he is doing James Blunt's Monsters. I'm not your son. You're not my father. Wedges to grow After he did his audition back in February, Lionel Richie said his performance had the potential to fracture some souls. He, I, I don't watch the show, but I've heard so much buzz on him. And then, so yesterday, I had the TV on, and it, it came on at like 5 o'clock. It was live. And uh, I was like, what is going on? And so I watched the first couple of uh, performances, and he he was awesome. His voice is beautiful. And he just, uh, I, I just loved his stage presence. It just so positive and I yeah he was really great yeah I, I didn't watch it last night just reading about it now he seems like an amazing guy and apparently there was a country guy that was in the top three a lot of people thought he was going to win it so EM to come in and win it is fantastic 18 years old so all eyes are on Olivia Rodrigo so this weekend Olivia celebrated the second birthday of her, her Grammy award winning debut album Sour that came out back in May of 2021 so many smash hit songs came off that album and I know Now, according to Olivia, the wait for her sophomore album soon may be over. The album is being referred to as OR2, and Olivia sent out a note to her fans thanking them for the success of her first album and said looking forward to all the things to come. The O and the R in forward were capitalized, and she used the number two in her note, so OR2 was referenced in her note to fans over the weekend. Hmm. I, I mean, I like the little hints and drops that you put in things, but I don't want to have to rack my brain to figure them Just out. Tell us this co- yeah. It's coming out June 15th, guys. Jeez. Can't wait for you guys to hear it. And the last one here, Beyonce and Jay-Z just bought a 30,000 square foot home in the Paradise Cove area of Malibu, California. They paid $200 million for the property. This is now the most expensive home ever sold in California. Prior, the record was $177 million, but Beyonce and Jay-Z, they just shattered that record. Yeah, I mean, they have more money than they probably know what yeah. to do with. So. <laughs> They're not hurting. I think they probably yeah. pay cash for that thing. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1844. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and Jay-Z. Hey, good morning. Welcome to the show. It is 6 o'clock. It's Monday, May 22nd. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Getting things going for the week. It's uh, it's a busy one, and it's going to be a nice one for you Clark County students who have your last day today, just a half day. Have a great summer. We're going to miss you. We're still here. You you know, you really should wake up early on summer vacation. It's more productive, you guys. Just get up. Get your day started. You don't want to sleep the day away. 
I'm quoting my dad. <laughs> I said, like, where's this coming would, from? He would tell me that all the time. You want to be productive. Don't sleep until noon. That was his direct quote. So I guess I'm passing down the knowledge that I received. El Jefe was a wise man. What was your wake-up time during the summertime? Do you remember? Uh, between 10.30 and 11. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was bad. I just, I, that was my time. That was my time to recharge. Yeah. And so, um, it was cool if my mom, as long as my dad didn't come home from for lunch that day, it was cool because my mom would just wait till we woke up. But if he came home from lunch and we were still in bed, he would come up and he'd be like, get up, you're wasting the day. It's already (laughs) half over. And so, yeah, that was his big thing. What about you? We had every summer growing up, we we had swim lessons and um, swim lessons would start as early as 8 a.m. So it depends, but they would go up into like 11. So maybe your class was at 10. That was golden if your class was at 10 because you got to sleep in a little bit later. But you would also move up into different classes. And I remember one summer for the first couple weeks, I was like the 10 a.m. class, which was fantastic. And then I did whatever needed to be done to be promoted to the next class, which is a big thing, but I remember finding out the next class started at like 8.30. It's like, wait, what? So now I got to be here at 8.30 tomorrow morning versus 10 a.m.? I'm going to go back to my old class. Yeah, that's uh, th- that's too early in the morning on summer yeah. vacation. So yeah, it's going to it's gonna be a nice one. And hopefully if you are driving this morning, the traffic's not too bad. I just saw a couple of updates. Um, Obviously, uh, EDC just let out and there's a lot of traffic in that area. And then I want to say I saw something. Hmm, well, we'll talk to Mitch about it. I want to say I saw one road being uh, shut down right now, but we're going to get Let's get it from the official. The pro. Yeah, my husband got home from EDC. He was working it last night, and uh, he got home as I was getting ready to leave to work this morning. So it was like around 4.30, and uh, I just I couldn't believe he was still awake because we went to the Golden Knights game yesterday. I didn't see him at all this weekend. In fact, it was I felt like um, I was living like a bachelor this weekend because... My daughter was with her friends all weekend. He was working all weekend. And I was just sitting there at home by myself, just watching shows and uh, eating eating leftovers for dinner. I, I, I came up with a theory. I feel like there are certain foods that are better either the second day as leftovers or that are better cold when they're originally served warm. And for me, I think that food is chicken because when I was a kid... My mom would get us like KFC or whatever. And then the next day, that's when we really wanted it. We didn't want it all nice and fresh and hot. It was just too hot. But the next day when it was in the fridge all night, oh my gosh, it was the best chicken ever. And then this weekend I had a leftover. It wasn't fried chicken. It was just grilled chicken. But I had some leftovers from when we got takeout earlier this week. And I just ate that for dinner on Saturday night. And it was so good. It was so much better than when I got it originally there for takeout. Is, there's something about that that fried chicken. It's easier to eat, too, that the hotness of holding the chicken. It's not there. Maybe the flavors have more time to sink into the meat even more. That's a good leftover meal. But, I mean, this wasn't even fried chicken. It was just grilled Regular chicken. chicken. Yeah, mm. and it was just as good. And there's a debate I have with, with people over salads with chicken in them. When you get, a, like, say, a Caesar, a chicken Caesar salad... Do you want that chicken to be cold on the salad, or do you want it to be warm and fresh off the grill? Ooh, if I'm at a restaurant, I want it to be warm. I, I, I like it to be warm. But when I'm at the house making a salad, I do this a lot. Very simple salad, just lettuce and throw some chicken on there. I never, ever, ever heat up the chicken. I just grab it's, it's chicken I buy at Sprouts. It's already made, and I just take a handful of it and throw it on top of the salad. 
put some salad dressing on top and go. I never heat it up in the microwave. But put me in a restaurant, I want that chicken to be warm. I I want it cold. Even I, at the restaurant? Yeah, but it's usually served warm, and I'll still eat it. It's mm-hmm. not like I'm going to send it back. But I, it's almost like hitting the lottery. Uh, when they bring the salad to the table, I'm like, is it warm? Is it warm? Is it? It's cold. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. So, Victory. Yeah, it was, uh, it was really good. Uh, my leftovers this weekend. That was my life. The life of a bachelor. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> but it all comes back. Uh, being a married woman, motherhood, it all comes back right now. Right? Yeah, because it's back. It's back. <laughs> <laughs> Those two days are over. On the show today, so we've got your tickets to go see Seal. Seal will be here June 3rd at the Venetian. We have your tickets in 8 o'clock hour when you win heads up. It's Monday, so we got Beat Mercedes on Minden Monday. This is your chance to win a $1,200 diamond pendant from Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. And we do that at 7 a.m. And up next is What's Trending. What do you have for us? The Foo Fighters have announced their new drummer taking the place of the late Taylor Hawkins. A huge comeback win for the VGK. How they made history last night. And your next sip of coffee may taste a little sweeter. We'll tell you why coming up next in What's Trending. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. The Foo Fighters are trending this morning. The band made a big announcement over the weekend. During their live stream, Foo Fighters preparing mu- music for concerts, they said that they have officially found a new drummer to take the place of the late Taylor Hawkins. Josh Freeze will be joining the band. He's been drumming for over 30 years, including with the Vandals, Suicidal Tendencies, and Infectious Grooves. He's also worked with several artists, including Bruce Springsteen, Weezer, and Lana Del Rey. Taylor Hawkins passed away last year while touring with the group. It was uh, not known if the group would go on, but Dave Grohl and the rest of the band said, yes, they are. They have their new their new drummer now in Josh Freeze. They've got a new album coming out, too, and they've released two singles so far off the album. And then when that first album came out, they refused to say who was the drummer on the album. They didn't say anything. Some people were trying to speculate on the drumming style. Was it Dave Grohl? Who could it be? And now here we have the official announcement of who the guy is. That's, That's cool. That's right, yeah. Also this morning, Vegas Born is trending. Two down, two to go in the quest for the Cubs. The Vegas Golden Knights beat the Dallas Stars in Game 2 last night of the Western Conference Finals in overtime three. Three to two, Vegas was down two to one in the second period, only to tie the game late, forcing overtime. Shea Theodore took a shot that bounced perfectly in front of Chandler Stevenson, who knocked it in, winning the game for the first time in NHL history. The first two games of both conference finals have gone to overtime. So far, every single game has been in overtime, and you had that quadruple overtime on that oh, first yeah. game of the Panthers <laughs> and the um and Carolina but yeah that was uh I was there yesterday for that game I didn't go to the Friday night game but yesterday was absolutely incredible the second period we were like oh no this is not looking good and then they turned it on in the third and they they tied it up and we're like no way and oh my gosh we were so nervous while they're playing in overtime like please score please score it was the place was crazy i was gonna say how was it when they won the game because they kept showing if you're watching the game showing di- different angles of the crowd's reaction when they got the game-winning goal in overtime from up top down bottom all different angles what was it like when that goal went in it was insane it was just so much energy and we were all jumping around and screaming 
and high-fiving each other. It was, uh, it's just really nice to be able to go into Dallas with two wins mm. already. You know, it's like, okay, so let's just get at least one more. I mean, we'd prefer to sweep, you know, but let's at least just get one over there and then bring it back here and do something about it. Yes, yeah, so the next uh, game uh, three is tomorrow night, 5 o'clock start in Dallas. It's going to be fun. Um, also, finally this morning, IHOP is trending. The chain has announced that they are selling bags of pancake-flavored coffee now. They've got three flavors. One is their signature blend, so that's probably what you would normally get at an IHOP restaurant. But the other two are pancake-infused. One is called buttery syrup, and the other is supposed to taste like their chocolate chocolate chip pancakes. I don't know how I feel about this. It sounds really sweet, but then again, pancakes are delicious, so it might be there might be something to it. They're already in grocery stores, and you can get them on Amazon, and that is what's trending. Happy belated birthday to you, Steph. How was the birthday weekend for you? It was so good. Thank you guys for your gifts, your sweet messages, and your posts that you guys did for me. And it was pretty low-key. Friday night stayed in. Saturday was the day of my birthday. So we just had like a steak dinner at night. And other than the actual festivities, there was something that made me really sad. And I don't know if I should confront this person about it, uh, but my best friend, we have uh, I'll, I'll name her Trisha. So Trisha and I have been best friends since middle school. We've danced together all the way from high school all the way until college. We were so close that my dad, he has a cover band, we danced together for his band. I mean, she knows my entire family. So... I noticed that she never called or texted me for my birthday, but she did look at my Instagram stories of my birthday and she saw my post and she liked it, but she never texted me. I even looked on Instagram. Maybe she DM'd me to wish me happy birthday. She didn't. I went to our text message on, our, on my phone. Nothing. And I just recently saw her in this past trip to San Diego. I, I invited her out to my sister-in-law's graduation party. And she did not wish me a happy birthday. This is not... Uh, do you have multiple best friends? I do have multiple okay, best friends. Okay, because yeah. I was thinking it was someone else that I, I was like, I thought I saw her post something about you. So it's not the one that also does radio, right? No, that is not. Okay. She called me first thing in the morning. She actually woke me up because she's three hours ahead. <laughs> I was like, oh, I should probably get up and uh, say uh, FaceTime with her. So no, that's not the friend you're thinking about. Okay, so the question is, should should you confront her about it? And then I also have another question. Can you have more than one best friend? Or does best mean that's the best? That's the only one? Or oh. are there multiple <laughs> best friends? No, but um, I don't know. Gosh. Sometimes I feel bad, like, expecting anything for my birthday. So if someone doesn't post something, I may notice it, but it's like, well, you know, they have other things in their life. Maybe they can't make a, they don't have time to make a post. But the fact that she saw them, like, you could, you can see on um, Instagram, right? If someone right. looks at your stuff, that's, ugh. I don't know. What would you do, JC? Yeah. Did you do something to upset her? That, that just seems odd to me. It's very odd. Put, put yourself in that situation. Your best friend who you just saw a week ago. Was everything fine when you saw her a week ago? Yeah, everything was great. I bought her an espresso martini. We were great. Every, I mean, um, the conversation's catching up. I know she has a new man. I don't know if any of that has anything to do with it. Like, she's so caught up in this new romance that maybe her friends are not as... I don't want to say that, though, 
but that's what's going on in her life. That's what I'm trying to trying to justify. It's not that hard. I understand too what you're saying, Mercedes, to do like a nice to do a nice birthday post about someone, and if it's a best friend, you put some thought into it, and maybe that just got away from her, and I can see that not happening. But the fact that she even dropped you a text message to say, "Hey, happy birthday," I would say something to her, but I would wait to do it when I see her in person. I even gave her the 24 hours advance, like afterwards, like uh, belated. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was like, okay, you know what? Sunday by 6 p.m. If she does not call or text me, then I'll be like, okay, I'm getting a little, you know, wor- not worried, but like, is everything okay with us? And and James, my husband, he was on Snapchat, and Snapchat has memories, and he's going through his memories, and one of the memories is of my birthday. She FaceTimed me. And I'm like, this is too ironic. I think it was like two years ago or three years ago it was a FaceTime. And I was like, what is, is, I don't know. I just don't want to be that person also like, hey, what's up? Are we okay? You didn't wish me a happy birthday. Yeah, because that sounds so selfish. But I think you should still confront her. And maybe not even mention the birthday, but say something like, hey, you know, I feel like you should always just confront the situation unless it's like just going to make things worse. But um, whenever I think someone is mad at me, I will say, hey are we good and then that'll usually kind of crack you know break the ice and then they usually will say yeah why why do you ask and just be like i don't know it just seems like we've been a little off lately and i always throw in and i mean it i always say and if i did something to upset you i want to i want to be able to apologize for it and then that kind of puts the ball in their court and they either tell you what's going on or they continue to deny it. But nine times out of ten, I've had people finally like kind of break down and tell me what's going on. Ah, so should I text her? Just I think she's up too. I'm gonna say, hey, just wanted to say hi. I'm so happy I saw you a couple weekends ago. Just want to make sure that everything between you and I are okay. That sounds smart to me. I think this is what you should do. I, should, I think you should text and say, hey, I was just thinking about you. You popped up in my memories. Or it wanted to reach out or maybe send a screenshot or something. Um, tell James to send a screenshot of the Snapchat <laughs> memory. Just, but say, like, I was just thinking about you. You popped up in my memories. What's going on? And then maybe it'll prompt her to say happy birthday, belated birthday or whatever. But, yeah, I, I would confront it. It just okay. depends on how you want to do it. But I would be sad, too. I get it. James is going to text her on the side saying, hey, just FYI. Steph's checking her list and checking it twice because you've not <laughs> wished her happy birthday. Up, she's a best friend and I yeah. wish her happy birthday. There's, yeah. yeah, something's off and that does hurt a lot. It does hurt. I'm trying to stay strong. I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, you she's You can be busy. honest, it hurts. It sucks. It does, it She does. saw everything. She saw all the birthday greetings. She saw the, your reposting of people wishing you happy birthday. She could not miss it. <sighs> okay, I'm, I'm going to think about a text. Do it I'm, now. Okay. Do it now. We will, it will update you guys later <laughs> on the hour. Right? <laughs> Word for word, Mercedes had it on. I was on point with that. So uh, coming up at 7 a.m., we got Beat Mercedes. This this is your chance to win a $1,200 diamond pendant from Michael E. Menden Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. That happens at 7 o'clock. And up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for us? Well, Gen Z and Millennials are saying this is pressuring them to buy, buy, buy. What is it? It's That's coming up. Also, are you one of those people that denies when they're actually getting sick? You're definitely not alone in that. We'll tell you about a new study. And a company is offering to pay you $100 an hour just to do this. What is it? We'll talk about that coming up next in the Hot 3. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Monday, so coming up here in just about 12 minutes, we got Beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. Your chance to win a $1,200 diamond pendant from Mike Lee Menden Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. Here we go. Three, two, one. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. Is social media making you poor? Well, Gen Zers and millennials say that social media apps like TikTok and Instagram exacerbate their financial anxiety. This new survey finds that 51% of Gen Zers and 43% of millennials said that social media makes them want to buy things that they know they can't afford. That could stem from regularly seeing posts from friends or influencers flaunting fancy clothes or vacations, as well as targeted ads. They say that the high cost of living is their top societal concern as far as millennials and Gen Zers go, and half of Gen Zers say that they live paycheck to paycheck some people are so stressed out about money that they're taking on second jobs to make ends meet and postponing major life decisions like buying property or starting a family in their place they're adopting more spend thrifty habits things like buying secondhand or uh, maybe not owning a car last july a bank rate study found that nearly two-thirds of social media users who made impulse purchase after uh, scrolling came to regret it Oh, I, I'm the same way with majority of Instagram purchases, especially when it comes to clothing. Sizing is always just way off. It's just, I don't know what's going on. I ordered a suit, ordered two suits last week, and they're super cheap and reasonable. And they got here, and they I, I tried them on last night. And they're just, the sizing is just awful. I'm like, you kidding me? I can't even, it's not even an option to get a tailor to make it fit you, to, to bring it down a couple sizes. So I'm, I'm sending it back, and hopefully getting a refund. I'm really surprised you bought a suit online without trying it like to me that's one of those purchases you have to try on a suit just like blindly buying a suit that that really surprises me it's like i cannot buy shoes online because different shoes fit me different ways Do they so, really? yeah i have to try them on before i buy them i know if i order them online it's just it's gonna be off so it's it's 
I feel like that's one of those purchases you got to try on before you buy. Normally, suits go in, try them on, see how they fit, see how the color looks on me, because it look, might look good on the model. And I put it on, I'm like, it looked like an idiot or something. But this one, it was the models that sold on me. The price point was very cheap. And then I, got, I had like an elastic waistband. I'm like, they didn't tell me that in the description. How are you supposed to wear this thing? And so, yeah, it was just, it was it was the smallest one possible. And it was still too big. It was just really weird. So I think that's the. <laughs> you are very tiny. I don't, the, so, the smallest one possible was, is still Mercedes, too big. It was extra you small. A small man. <laughs> it was an extra small. I, like, are you kidding me? It was it was extra small. There was room around the waist. Plus, it had this dumb like elastic waistband to expand it even further. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I packed it up, and I'm hoping that the exchange return goes all goes smoothly. <laughs> also, this morning, a new poll of Americans finds that until Americans have cold sweats or chills, a fever, or see uh, green mucus, they will not acknowledge that they are sick, <laughs> despite other telltale <laughs> signs like body aches or a really bad. Cough. It takes Americans an average of two days of symptoms before admitting that they may be unwell. Almost three in five respondents are guilty of using the uh, it's just allergies excuse at least some of the time, though only 20% are likely to believe that line from someone else. I never believe people when they say it's just allergies. Never, ever, ever. And I say it, and I don't expect people to believe me either. Uh, if they were to wake up tomorrow, though, with a sore throat, one-third of people would say it's allergies compared to the 16% who would actually say they are sick. Um, they also found that most commonly people ignore runny noses, but they tend to, um, but they also tend to brush off a, a cough, a headache, or a body ache. And when those symptoms persist, the average respondent finally comes to term with their sickness after two days. You and I both have come in here sick before. It's, it's no secret. We have many times in the past, but I think, at least for me, and I think it's the same for you, if it's the stomach bug, that's the one that's going to keep me home. If I'm, if I'm throwing up or, you know, something else is going on, I'm not going to come into work. I don't want to spread that. I did, I, I did come in like throwing up sick, but before. Did you? Yeah, when I was pregnant. <laughs> and I had morning sickness and I had not yet told people and I was like, "Oh man." No kidding. Yeah, so I just leave and I, I you know, do what I need to do and then I come back and be like, "Okay, I'm good to go now." You know, it was almost like clockwork. It was always around, it was always around this time. Actually, I remember it was like 6:40 that it would just boom hit me like clockwork. And so, um I that's when I would have to take off. But it was only for my first. It was not for my second. I did not get sick with my second. Now, knowing that was going to happen, would you still eat breakfast or and then also too once it did happen was it did, you just felt fine afterwards you felt better afterwards what happens with morning I, sickness? I definitely ate because i needed something to be in my stomach mm -hmm. if i was gonna get sick like otherwise it would just be i, I don't want to like talk about puking this early but you know if you don't have anything then uh, other stuff sure and so um yeah i would just kind of prepare myself and be like okay i i, I would eat saltine crackers and uh, hoping that that would help, but it really didn't help. And so it just gave me something that I would be able to uh, get rid of that feeling. And then afterwards, I was fine. You good? I wow. was good to go. Yeah, it was just a normal habit, I guess. <laughs> um, finally, this morning, here is your kid's dream job. They're all actually probably already doing it for free. There's a company called Ubiqu Ubiquitous um, Brand Marketing, and they're on social media. And they're offering to pay three people $100 an hour just to watch TikTok. That's it. Now, before you get too excited, it's a one-off, not a full-time gig. But if you're one of those people that they pick, you can make a nice chunk of change in a single day. They're going to pay three people $1,000 each to go on a 10-hour TikTok binge. They say it's to help the company discover emerging new trends. 
But it also sounds kind of like a gimmick to get their name out there, which they have now done. Um, you can apply at ubiquitousinfluence.com. You have to fill out an application, describe why you're good at it. You also have to subscribe to their YouTube channel for some reason. And they say you can uh, up your chances if you tag them in a tweet about why you're perfect for the gig. They are, sorry kids, looking for someone who is over 18, already familiar with TikTok and has an eye for trends. And the deadline to apply is on May 31st, and that is what's trending. Uh, or that is the hot three. <laughs> it is Monday, so it's time for Beat Mercedes on this Minden Monday. Here we go, your chance to win a $1,200 diamond pendant from Ike, Michael E. Menden Diamond Jewelers if you can identify a song faster than Mercedes. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'm pretty good at this. I'm not going to lie. You're great at this. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but if you, think, if you know music and you think you can do it, I would love to see someone take home this $1,200 diamond pendant from Michael E. Menden Diamond Jewelers. You deserve it. It would be great. Uh, we always do a practice round in case you're not familiar with how the contest works. And when I do that, I go up against Steph. So I should be okay with my door open, right? I'm going to shut mine. Oh, yeah, yeah. You should probably shut yours. Okay. Um, that way I cannot hear what's going on. You know what? Just to be safe, I'm going to shut mine, too. I don't want anyone to think I'm, I'm a cheater here. So I'm going to turn off all my stuff, and you guys can go first. All right. Here we go. So Mercedes, I'll turn off her microphone. Bring in Steph. Hello again. Hey. Hello, my friend. We meet again. We meet again. All right, Steph, I'm going to start a song, and as soon as you know it, I'm going to start the song. I'll start the clock. As soon as you know it, just shout out, top of your lungs. Got it, got it, got it. I immediately stop the clock. As soon as you say, got it, we'll stop the song. You're going to have five seconds to correctly identify by artist and title. Okay. Now, as you've done in the past, if it goes 20 seconds, it automatically <laughs> stops. Many times. And you got to give it something. Okay, so okay. here we go. Let me hit reset on the clock, mm -hmm. and it starts now. Seconds. Oh man. <laughs> that was a bad one. That was bad. Bring Mercedes in now. Okay. Oh boy, oh boy. Uh, turn that uh, on there. Hello? Hey. Oh, I heard someone crying. What's uh, going on? Oh, oh I think no. tears of uh, tears disappointment. Of <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I think you got nothing to worry about, Mercedes. I just heard oh, when I turned my volume up. Uh, let me hit the, uh, turn this song off before I turn it back on. Okay, okay Mercedes, you ready? Yes. All right. And start now. Got it. Summer of 69, Brian Adams. You are correct, and you did it in 1.5 seconds. Okay. Steph, she got it right, but it took her 18 seconds. Oh, up until the point where Brian Adams says, Summer of 69. Summer of 69. Oh, I got it. At least you got it, right? Yeah, that's, that's why we give you 20 seconds. Um, I've, I have not gone undefeated in this game. I have been beaten before, so it is possible. So if you want to take your shot, right now is the time. Caller 20, you get to play Beat Mercedes, and up for grabs is this $1,200 diamond pendant, courtesy of Michael E. Minden Diamond Jewelers. Caller 20's in, 702-364-9400. That's the latest from Ed Sheeran. It is 7.01, and we are live right now in the 7 a.m. social. Want to see us on air, off the air, live streaming the show right now on our YouTube channel and on Facebook. Just search for Mercedes in the morning. And now it is time to play Beat Mercedes. It's Minden Monday, and our contestant is Chris. Hi, Chris. Hi. Are you ready to play Beat Mercedes? 
I am. Okay, how good are you with music? Are you pretty pretty quick? Um, I'm I've been I'm pretty decent. Okay, I'm I have faith in you. I feel like this this is going to be just made for you this song, your favorite song. I don't know. I have a feeling you guys are going to connect. So I'm going to get out of here, turn off all my stuff, all and right. uh, we'll see you in a minute. All right, Mercedes okay. is uh, disconnecting, so turn that off, bring in staff. Hey, Chris, how was your weekend? Oh, it was great. How about you? Uh, it was nice and relaxing. So are you, are you ready to do this? I am. Okay, so first off, you just kind of, kind of clear your mind, too, when it comes to music. Because last week we had, we had a song from the 70s. We've done 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s. So it could be from any genre. I'm going to give you some sample audio. This is that Brian Adams song that we just played. I want to make sure you can hear everything fine before we start the contest. So let me know you can hear this song that's playing down the phone. I can hear it. Okay, perfect. So the next sound you hear over the actual song itself. We'll start the song. As soon as you know it, scream out at the top of your lungs. Got it, got it, got it. We'll stop the clock. And you got five seconds to correctly identify it by artist and title. Okay. All right. And if, uh, like Steph has done before in the past. But I, I, Steph, you got it right. I mean, you just took 18 seconds it on the trial run. It took me longer than yeah. usual. Give a max of 20 seconds. If you go 20 seconds, we stop it automatically, and you got to give us something. So, all right. Is everyone ready? Yes. All right. Here we go. Your song starts now. Got it. Go ahead. Uh, it's Criminal by Fiona Apple. <gasps> You are correct, and you did it in 2.7 seconds. Oh, my gosh. Holy was smokes, fun. that was fast. Okay. That was real fast, Chris. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. Should I get bring Mercedes? Yeah, in? bring okay. her in. I'm going to put you on hold, Chris. Hold on one second. Holy smokes, everyone. That's the fastest it's ever been with a contestant. This could be interesting. Okay. Here she comes. We're on the 7 a.m. Social Club, by the way, so you can watch um, how we play the game and everything. Turn her mic back on. Mercedes has got to get her headphones. She's got like eight buttons she's got to push to she turn does. her studio back on. She's got a lot. Try to streamline that Hello. process for her. Hey, how are hey, you? Hi. Sorry, hold on. I just dropped something. Do your thing. We're just saying you got you have a, many buttons and everything I in your know. studio. I know. I got to pod this up and then press this. And You yeah, got headphones? A, yeah, I got myself all set, ready to go. Okay. Okay. All right, Mercedes, are you ready? Let me just jot down <sighs> yes. this time here. Hit reset. Okay, uh, you start now. Got it. Uh, Fiona Apple Criminal. Um, ba -ba -ba -bum. Okay. Uh -oh. Mercedes. Oh, no. Okay, here is the deal. You are correct. You are correct. But? Mercedes, you identified the song in 1.6 seconds. Uh-huh. Whereas Chris identified it correctly in 2.7 seconds. No! Yes. Mercedes, that was the fastest one ever. 2.7. She was so quick, too. She got it in two seconds? Yeah, 2.7 oh, seconds. Oh, gosh. Why couldn't I have just taken, like, another half a second? Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. That was the fastest song stopped by a contestant this season. Wow. I, oh, man, I do feel bad. But I can't not try, you know? Oh, you know, you, you, that's the rules. You got to oh. do what you got to do. You can't throw the game, but it was just, she was so fast. We, we thought, I'm not happy about winning today. 2.7 seconds. Oh. That means the pendant goes up by 100 bucks next week. A $1,300 oh. $1, diamond pendant for Michael Men and Diamond Jewelers. I don't know what to say. I'm actually really sad. I wish I wish I would have just been like one second second later on that. I thought that'd be a tough one too for for everyone to get. Um, it's that initial. Yeah. That, get, that got me. Yeah. Um, 
I'm sorry, Chris. I don't know. This just playing this just made me feel worse. I really want to. No, you're doing your job. You're doing your job. Someone's got to lose. Someone's got to lose. But yeah, like uh, Tess said on the uh, 7 a.m. Social Club, that's a competition. That was a close one. That was. I actually, well, I, I want everyone to get a shot. But if we keep going like this, Chris, I hope you get in again. That that was that was a great competition. I'm really bummed about that. All right, coming up here in the dirt, fans hoping to see Miley Cyrus on tour this summer might be disappointed. Details on what Miley said are coming up in five minutes. All the rumors are true, yeah. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Let's start with last night's winner of American Idol. So if you don't want to know and just tune down here for a second, here is Ryan Seacrest with the big announcement for the winner last night on American Idol Season 21. The winner of American Idol 2023 is Ian Tongi. Ian Tongi, um, he's 18 years old. He had a very emotional audition. He's 18 years old, and his biggest supporter and inspiration was his father, who's a musician. And he passed away just two months prior to his audition. And the loss had made Ian consider quitting music altogether until his mom signed him up for American Idol. For his audition, he sang James Blunt's Monsters. Here is going back to uh, Ian's audition doing Monsters with James Blunt. I'm not your son. You're not my father. Wedges to grow James Blunt wrote the song about losing his father, and Ian performed it on American Idol, and it was the most viral moment of the season. And then last night, James Blunt was there performing with Ian on stage. James Blunt was there? I thought he was there. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, I don't ever hear or see anything about him, so. He's changed his look. He used to have longer hair. He's a shorter hair now. Oh, huh. It's been a while. I'm pretty sure it was someone sitting with him. I assume it was James Blunt. I'm sure it probably was. But this kid, yeah, this kid kid seems really cool. Ian Tongi is your winner of American Idol. So Miley Cyrus doesn't have a desire to tour again. She prefers to perform for friends and loved ones instead of an entire arena. She says singing for hundreds of thousands of people isn't really the thing that I love. There's no connection. There's no safety. She added, it's also not natural. It's so isolating because if you're in front of 100,000 people, then you are alone. A lot of people hoping Miley Cyrus with that Smash album, number one hit song, would go on tour this summer. But she's saying she's not a fan of it. I thought she would, too, for sure. And I'm surprised she says there's no connection. I... Especially the late, like the, the concerts I've been to lately, I have definitely felt a connection. I wasn't even close to the stage, just being in there, like with Taylor Swift. Oh my gosh! I just, I think everyone in there was just in a trance because there was such a connection. So I, I wish she would. I wish she would think about that and maybe change her mind. And that says so much, too, about the artist, Miley Cyrus. I'm sure it was the same with BTS, connecting with their fans. Mm-hmm. Legion Stadium, what, 60,000 people? And you walk out of there feeling it like it was a personal one-on-one experience. That says a lot about the artist. And it makes you feel close to the people that are around you. Like, they love something just as much as you do. And it I don't know. There's just this sense of camaraderie. It's really, really beautiful, actually. Now, Adele is officially one of the wealthiest Brits under the age of 35. 
Harry Styles is third on this list with $186 million in wealth. Adele has roughly $205 million, and both of those people still climbing. Ed Sheeran is in the top spot with about $374 million in wealth. Now, Ed Sheeran popped up at two high schools in Tampa, Florida Friday while he was getting ready for his concert on Saturday night. He put on a mini concert for the band students, gave the kids tickets to his show, and also donated uh, guitars to the schools as well. Oh, that's cool. I love when they give back, you know? Do And Taylor Swift, when she was here. She made a donation to Three Square. Not Three looking Square. for any attention, but she did it, and they put out a press release afterwards, and that's nice when they take care of the community. Yeah, I, I love how yeah, they don't say anything, and then the organizations are like, excuse me, look at what just happened. <laughs> yeah. Time Out Magazine ranked the 60 best songs from the 80s. Alternative to pop to hip-hop. I got the top five. Let me know if you would change them, if you like them. What do you think of the top five? Here is number five. I'm coming straight out of Compton. Compton. You know me. I would definitely agree with that one. I like that. Number four. Whitney Houston. Love that song, yes. And they only took one song per artist. So this list they did, this is the only Whitney song that's on there. Okay. And it's number four. Number three is this one. have Michael on this list no matter what. Yeah. I think this is a good song. Number two best 80s song. Wow. I, I like this song. I, I wouldn't have predicted that it would be in the top five though. New Order, Blue Mondays, number two and then number one according to Time Out Magazine, best 80s song. Madonna in the top five. Madonna is number seven, and they oh. went with Express Yourself as her top song. Okay, okay. Well, top ten at least. Yeah, she's in, in the top ten. Okay, uh, we going to get into this whole thing with Matt over the weekend? Yeah, so my husband is, he's a photographer, and he usually does sports photography, but he also does event photography, and there was an event in town. Maybe you heard of it. It's called EDC. Well, he was out there um, all three days. In fact, he got home this morning as I was leaving for work, so that tells you how long he was there and he's still awake right now he said he'd come on and talk about this something happened to him out there like all weekend long and it's a good thing but he doesn't understand it um and so we're gonna talk to him about that maybe other people can explain it and he got two gifts that just made me laugh so hard we'll talk about all that coming up next right now it's ed sheeran bad habits it's mix 94.1 Bruno Mars, it is 7.32. Thank you guys for joining us on this Monday morning. Man, the traffic is traffic. After EDC, oh my goodness, there's a a lot of backup coming from the Speedway. I think it's nothing we haven't seen before, but definitely have to be prepared for that, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's so funny that the uh, I think the um, Saturday morning into Sunday morning headliner went on stage at 4:24 a.m. Had to be wrapped up by 5:30. Uh, it was Alok was the headliner. 4:24 start time on Sunday morning. It was uh, it was a long three nights, but it looks like everyone had a great time. And that would include my husband, Matt, who uh, was out there. He was working, though. He's a he's a uh, sports and event photographer. And that was quite the event. And I cannot believe you are still awake. How are you feeling? 
What is going on? <laughs> I like post EDC match. <laughs> He's got an EDC vibe about him. What's up, buddy? Oh man, I tell you what, it's a soulful thing, man. It really is. You yes. are you okay? You sound like way out of it. You've been up for like twenty four hours, haven't you? Oh no, I'm fine. As a matter of fact, after I took a shower and brushed my teeth. I'm dialed in. Let's go, baby. Monday, you are mine. <laughs> you sound so tired. Um, it, and you and I were talking about something that happened. Like, first of all, your pictures look fantastic. Um, do you, Thank you. Did you have a good time? You know, I, I'm, I had the most amazing time. I'm sad you didn't get to experience it with me. But seriously, it is just something to behold. And the people are so freaking nice and friendly it's just it really is like wow now speaking of the nice people you met you met some really nice people out there and something happened was was this on friday to saturday or saturday to sunday where they were doing something that made you very confused do you want to talk about that yeah and it's funny because you mentioned friday and the days just blend it's really goofy but there was a Friday and then there was Saturday and I was kind of upset I didn't get something last night but that, or this morning I don't even know what yeah anyway um so this um person they um they held up two fingers in their thumb and I'm looking at them like sideways like what and she's you know we, we said hi and stuff and she puts her finger two fingers up and thumb and then she literally takes my wrist and does it to hers and it makes like a heart shape or something. And then next, you know, we change fingers and do another heart and then some other hand sign. And next thing you know, she puts this bracelet on my wrist. And I'm like, what is going on? Well, do you guys know what that is? Like the hand thing? Steph, you said you knew what it was. What What is that? I, I don't know much of it, but I've seen a lot of my friends that go to EDC. They do this cute little like handshake that only people that EDC know. And then they transfer their bracelet on their wrist to your wrist. Is that what you happened with you, Matt? Yes, yes, yes. And this one was this. Oh, man. Fires the whole line. So. She gave it to me, and I'm like, oh, cool. And my buddy's looking at me like, seriously, dude? Like, Come on. And it, it had it said it had a little mini um, uh, popsicle box on it. And I'm like, what is this thing? And then it said, get lit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one was funny, but then you got another one, and this one made me spit. Like, I choked on my spit when I saw the bracelet and what it said. What happened with this one? Yeah, and again, my friend was with me, and he's like, dude, this, what is going on here? And, I, and I'm, I'm laughing. I'm like, hey, whatever. And same thing, the, 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 the two fingers and the, and the thumb, and then did something else and it's almost like a secret initiation kind of thing and we did it and next thing you know this guy slid this other wrist uh, bracelet thing on and my buddy's laughing now he's like oh my god and um, i look at it and i'm like what's this so 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 six thing and it says like it said thick with two c's <laughs> thick with two c's <laughs> And I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, I know I'm, you know, I'm not 
trim or lean by any shape of the imagination. But I'm like, Dang. You guys know. No, what does thick with two C's mean? I don't. Yeah, what does thick with two C's mean? Step, what does it mean? Why I died laughing when I look at it, it says thick. And he goes, they spelled it wrong. There's there's not a K, there's two C's. Matt, that's, you don't know what that means? Matt, it's because you're thick. No. Not because you're, you, he's not being, or he is not being offensive or whatever, but thick's like, you got a big booty. Matt, you're thick. You got a big butt. <laughs> My butt hurts every time I sit on those plastic bleachers. It's so I would love to know what a big butt. Is. You got a big butt, a curvy waist. Yeah, it's like you're thick. It's a compliment. I'm yes. like, dang, she's thick. Like that is a good thing. So Matt's walking around with his bracelet that says thick on it. <laughs> That's great. Because it is, it's 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 a badge of honor. I, I learned all about these bracelets last week as well, and, and people they match it or went back with bracelets and started handing them out to people. Did anyone, I learned about this, there's a head thing that goes along with a handshake that someone, you get close to them and you lean, you say something, you lean in and you go head to head and you take a necklace off and transfer a necklace from your neck over the person's head onto their neck, which is apparently the ultimate badge of honor out there. Oh, no. No one did that? No, I have my camera straps and all that. No, you're not. Matt you're not takes his camera off. The Hawaiian leg. <laughs> Here, here's my camera. Here, here's my very, very expensive camera. Thank you. As we sh- thanks for your beads that you gave me. Oh man. Hey Matt, will you take a picture of the uh, get lit and thick bracelets and send it to us so we can post it? Oh my God, yes. I'm, I I plan to take a picture of all my bracelets and of course my my get lit with the popsicle box and then. <laughs> it's thick. It's not the, 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 the thick. So we just text. There's, a, there's no K. I know, but it's still thick. You're thick. Um, can people are saying it's called candy? It's beaded bracelets to share candy, and it stands for peace, love, unity, and respect. When someone gives you candy at a festival, uh, just got a text here that says Matt is curvy in all the right spots. <laughs> wow! Well, you swapped okay. candy. Well, you didn't have candy to give out, but you got candy because they liked you. So congratulations! Yeah, it's an honor, Matt. It's yeah. a cool thing to get candy. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, it was it was a soulful thing. I'm telling you, it was amazing. All right, that's cool, Matt. I can't see my. I can't wait to see my thick husband this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you if you're awake. Later. I love you. See you, buddy. Oh, that's great. <laughs> He's like, what is? Why did they spell this wrong? It's thick, but there's no K. <laughs> I was like, because you're thick. <laughs> oh, all right. Hot three is coming up next. Uh, what do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about um, travel this weekend. It is going to be insane. We'll go down some of the numbers for you. Also, do you wear your shoes inside of the house? That is uh, an interesting. Some interesting results on that survey. And a dad has to spend money for last minute Taylor Swift tickets after a big old mess. We'll explain all about that and tell you how much he ended up spending. It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Here we go. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. Whether it's by plane, by train, by automobile, a staggering 42 million Americans are expected to travel at least 50 miles over Memorial Day weekend. The unofficial start to the summer travel season, according to AAA, 2.7 million more people are expected to travel for the Ooh. upcoming holiday weekend than did in 2022. That's a 7% increase. They say it's expected to be the third busiest Memorial Day weekend since 2000 when AAA even started tracking holiday travel. Um, the vast majority of travelers are going to be traveling by car, 37.1 million. And um, that's, the total is still some 500,000 fewer drivers compared with pre-pandemic levels. So just be be prepared. There's going to be long lines at the airport. There's going to be a lot of traffic. So just go into it knowing that uh, you're probably going to hit a little a, a little snag on the way. But it'll be worth it once you get to your destination. Oh, yeah. Once you get there, you relax and everything. There'll be a little traffic. You'll be able, you'll be able to handle it once you get your spot and kind of, you know... Enjoy yourself. Anything going on for you guys this weekend? Sounds like Matt had a pretty busy weekend this past weekend. Um, We're just staying in town. Uh, My daughter has her final volleyball tournament of the season so it's luckily in town so we don't have to go anywhere for that one so that'll be that'll wrap up that season and all the travel and stuff and it was a good one it was just a lot of traveling how many i know chicago atlanta how many cities did you guys go to for this uh, this past season phoenix chicago atlanta reno um i guess it was only four it just seemed like a lot more than that because there were some weekends where it was back to back and so we were all over the place that's a lot going to atlanta too flying to the east coast yeah. up to chicago that's not a short flight that's a lot of a lot of traveling you guys did what about you are you guys have plans uh we do have plans not leaving town this weekend but we have uh, a couple of uh families that we know that laura rides horses with their kids are graduating this week and or having graduation parties this weekend so we have two graduation parties to go to at least stop by and then um hang out with some friends on saturday night so we have we have plans but I think I'll leave town. Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's kind of nice when you're not going anywhere and you see all the people traveling. You're like, I'm so glad I'm not doing that. This What's, when you drive back into Las Vegas from California and see the traffic coming out of Las Vegas, yeah. it's bumper to bump, and you're like, oh, I feel so bad for them. And then like the the final cars like pulling up, like they don't know how bad the traffic just is around the wait. corner. Yeah, the, just you wait. You're going to be at a standstill oh. in about three, two, one. <laughs> um, also, this morning there are two types of homes: the ones where people wear shoes inside for comfort, convenience. And to reduce the clutter by the doors. And then there are the ones where people don't wear shoes inside because it's disgusting. In a new poll, 63% of Americans say that they take their shoes off inside, while 37% do wear shoes inside. But 76% are not willing to ask their guests 
to remove their shoes, including 67% of the group who won't wear shoes inside themselves. It, it isn't that imposing, though. 90% of people think it, it is a reasonable request since it's your home, and 10% think it is completely unreasonable. In the poll, it seems like the shoes off thing is more common among younger adults, 44% of Gen Z say they'll ask guests to, to remove their shoes. 35% of millennials agree, as do 13% of Gen X and 7% of boomers. Do you guys still have the booties? If someone doesn't want to take their shoes off, do you provide them with booties? Yeah, it's we do not like shoes inside the house. So, so we have a box of those little booties to put on your feet if you're like, you don't want to, uh, to take them off. We We put it like this. We're like... Hey, do you want to keep your shoes on and wear these booties or do you want to take them off? It's like, it's a choice. We're not asking you to take them off, but we give them a choice. And then, you know, actually most people take the booties. They don't want to take their shoes <laughs> not off. Not sure what their toes look yeah. like or anything. I always ask when I go in a house, do you want me to take my shoes off? And some people are like, ah, or they have hardwood floors. They don't care. Or sometimes, they, yeah, do you mind if you do it? I'll take them off. And then your house, you guys have the booties. Well, we're like 60% of the time uh, shoes off. Laura always takes her shoes off. I'm, I'm the culprit where we get our carpets cleaned. They look fantastic. Booties, booties booties and then slowly i start getting away from the booties and then the, the traffic patterns start to build up I'm like oh darn it i should have stuck with the booties i like them off the second you get in the house i just think even on like hardwood floors or tile or whatever i just think of everything that i just stepped on and i'm just spreading it so we i make people take their shoes off everyone it's just I, my mom was here recently and she walked in and she forgot to take off her shoes and I go what are you doing <laughs> she's like what I'm like you have to take your shoes off and she's like oh I'm so sorry I'm like I just uh I it makes me crazy I don't want all that stuff drug into my house well think about it, yeah think of where you go like just if you go to the gym you walk into the locker room the locker room's not the cleanest place you're in the gym where are you going just think of everything that's on the bottom Ugh. of your feet and then you go strolling into your house just oh, bring everything just in taking it all over Mm -hmm. All right, finally this morning, tickets to Taylor Swift's Eras Tour have been hard to get from the day they went on sale. But one dad thought he got lucky when he was able to buy tickets in November. Anthony Silva purchased the concert tickets to the show at Gillette Stadium in Massachusetts through an online ticket reseller on StubHub. And he spent around $1,800 for the tickets and gave them to his daughter for a Christmas present. Well, days before the show, the dad was still empty-handed. StubHub has a policy where tickets aren't sent to the buyer until the day before the event, but his were never delivered. And when he contacted StubHub, he was told alternative tickets weren't available to buy. But he was still determined to not to let his daughter and her friends down. So he found a different reseller and purchased a, four more for quite a bit more money. He spent nearly $21,000 on those four tickets. He also hired a limo for the night so his teenage daughter and her besties could arrive in style to the show. Luckily, StubHub is supposed to refund his original price, which will help offset some of the expense. But, you know, $21,800. Mm, there's a lot of money in between that he's not going to get back. Yeah, that's a lot of money to spend on a concert, oh, too. I know. You buy a car with that stuff. 21000 I will say, I bet those girls thought it was <laughs> worth it. <laughs> Dad, yeah. not so much. The uh, girls probably loved it. Here in the 8 o'clock hour, we've got your tickets to go see Seal. Seal will be at the Venetian Theater on June 3rd. That's coming up fast. we got your tickets at 825. Who lives in the Pokemon neighborhood in Henderson? 
I love this. I saw this on the news uh, over the weekend. And if you love Pokemon, there is a neighborhood called Serenity Place in Cadence. And the street names are all completely inspired by Pokemon. So there's like there's Jigglypuff Place, Charmander Lane, Snorax Lane, Squirtle Lane. And the lady who helped create the neighborhood she her two sons are like diehard Pokemon uh, fans, and she says that they helped her name the streets and they they picked Jigglypuff as the main street because that's the name that makes people smile the most. <laughs> <laughs> it does. When I turn left on Jigglypuff Place, I want to hear my ways give me directions uh-huh. in that neighborhood. And I've heard of the themed neighborhoods here in Las Vegas. Like there's a Star Wars neighborhood. Now there's a Pokemon and. And I mean, our neighborhood has a theme. It's kind of like wine themed. Um, do, does your neighborhood have a theme? Yeah, it's kind of. Um, I was thinking about. It. It's kind of like a floral theme to a it. Floral yeah, theme? there's a floral theme to the streets. You kind of have to dig, dig deep on a couple of the streets, but yeah, there's definitely when they're putting it together. There was floral in, the, in their mind when they're putting things together. There's a Star Wars one here in town. Yeah, I just said that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I it, I would love to live in a Star Wars one. That would be, I mean, I, I remember we went, we talked about it before, and there was a, a bunch of fun names in that one, too. There's Is there a Harry Potter one? I know there was like an old-timey, um, there's an old-timey like Hollywood, um, like Starlet's neighborhood here in town. Maybe a Lord of the Rings one. There's some real whimsical ones here in Las Vegas. But growing up, going back to like your childhood neighborhood, was that a thing? Like looking back, was is your neighborhood growing up a, a theme? I never. I I never thought about it as a kid. I didn't even like think to have themes in the neighborhood because you're a kid. And I was I was thinking about this last night. And tell me if maybe you guys can tell me if this is a theme because it kind of hit me like a ton of bricks when I was thinking about the street names in my childhood name or in my childhood uh, neighborhood. So the streets, I'm going to give you some of the street names. Okay. And you tell me if you find a common theme, because I think there is. And I just, it blew my mind that I never noticed this. There's a, a Roxbury. There's a Gettys. There's a Klein. There's a Frost. Um, the, do you get a theme from those? What's the first one? Roxbury? Roxbury. One more time. Roxbury, Klein, Frost, <gasps> Gettys. Are they all poets? They're poets. Oh my gosh, you got I poets. Never, I never, ever thought about that. Um, and then when I saw this Pokemon article, I was like, did my neighborhood have a theme? And I, I pull it up on Google Maps and I start looking at all the things. It is a poet-themed neighborhood and it never even occurred to me that it was. That's a trip. Isn't Did your parents crazy? pick up on that too or don't they ever paid attention to it? I, I don't think any of us ever paid attention to it. It was, it, it was like a mind-blown moment for me over the weekend when I figured that out. Did your childhood neighborhood have a theme? Yeah, looking back on it, it, it does. It does. There's uh, streets. It's like a hunting, a hunter's theme. There's deer. There's quail. There's a hunter's street. Um, pointer, as in like a pointer on an antler. There's an antler uh, street or antler drive. But then there's an Ursula, which I don't, does Ursula have anything to do with hunting? Hmm. Because I'm thinking, I'm looking at all of them as growing up, all the street names. I'm like, yeah, hunting, outdoorsy, animals, Ursula, Ursula. What does Ursula have to do with hunting? And I, I haven't Googled, Googled it or looked why, but maybe that's just the oddball street. But why would everything else have a hunting theme? And then they drop in an Ursula. Let's see. Let, there's got to be some sort of uh, Ursula hunting. 
Huh, I don't see anything. If anyone knows. Right? Everything else, there's a hunting, I can connect it, and then there's Ursula. I'm like, okay, maybe Ursula was the farmer that owned the land before, because Ursula does connect our neighborhood to the, like, the second edition neighborhood that uh -huh. came in shortly. So maybe Ursula was the, the farm owner that was like Ursula's farm or something. I don't know, but Ursula, everything else is hunting. What, what was your neighborhood theme or your current theme? Um, let us know if it has a theme. Also, um, can you think of a tie to the Ursula and the hunting theme? Let's talk to Jamie. Our number is 702-364-9400. Hi, Jamie. Hey. So I was taking this woman's address down, and she lived in the solar system planetarium neighborhood. So her, her address was Uranus. Oh, and no. I'm like, no, yeah. And so I'm trying not to laugh. I'm trying to be very professional. She goes, it's okay. Just try ordering a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to believe oh, you. Awesome. They're like, right, 6297 Uranus. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> and it's like, okay, name every other planet. Leave that one off. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, man, that's that's hilarious. Thank you, Jamie, for calling. We just got um, a text here saying, my neighborhood is horse-themed. Pinto, Palomino, Shetland, Arabian. Uh, this one says... Uh, our, ours were streets I lived on in Pennsylvania, uh, or states. Oh, okay. It was a state-themed neighborhood, and they lived on Pennsylvania. Okay. Um, Lisa says, I delivered Amazon and Whole Foods in that neighborhood, referring to the Pokemon neighborhood, in Cadence, and wondered, what the heck are these names from? I had to Google it and ask what they were. And then Nat, uh, Ashley says, when I lived in Utah, the neighborhood I lived in has streets named after superhero uh, uh, superhero actors, Renner Lane, Downey Drive, oh, like Avengers, the actors who played the Avengers. That is so cool. Oh, that's funny. Oh, my people God. People clever. And the people are saying that uh, the pointer is a hunting dog. I always thought it was like the points of an antler, of a deer. Oh, pointer, pointer yeah. Pointer's place, hunting dog. And there's a Wizard of Oz themed neighborhood, someone just said, across the street from the M Resort. How cool. I would love to be able to name the streets of a neighborhood give us a neighborhood people zoning people or whoever is in charge please give us a neighborhood and let us come up with the name would you do bts no jim and Ab, no. sugar street i don't know what i would do this would be fun there should, there should be a bts no. neighborhood i i think people i've all it could be all army that lives oh, in there, yeah. army Ab. oh my gosh yeah you could do bts uh bts neighborhood and then have like Jungkook Lane, uh, RM Circle. Yes, there's something there to it. Someone's going to do it. Someone's going to do it. Let's beat him to the punch. Those tickets to go see Seal uh, on June 3rd are yours. Coming up here at 825 when you win, heads up. There's something going on here in the building on the property. We're now entering week number four without AC. Supposed to get fixed this morning, so we'll see what happens there. And then last week, one of our employees, there was a hit and run with their vehicle last week. I I was there when it was discovered. Were you really? Yeah, and he was not happy. I wouldn't be happy either. It's Ramon, uh, who works in our promotions department. He's been helping us out on the show a lot, actually, behind the scenes for the past few months. And uh, I, I had an event with him on Saturday, and he was telling me that you probably know more than Mercedes, that he parked his car here on Wednesday, and when he got back, someone hit the car. Yeah, so he, um, I guess he was, he's like, I was having a great day, like some really good things happened to him. And then he goes outside and he just sees the front of his car was like, not smashed, but damaged. 
And I I said, where did that happen? He's like, here. And I said, where? Where were you parked? He's like, right there, like underneath these awnings. And I go, who was parked next to you? And he said, someone. And I was like, do you know if it was them who hit it? He's like, I don't know. I asked for the uh, security footage because we have cameras outside. And I was like, oh, you got to let me know when you find out who it is. But I never heard anything. I don't know if he got it or not. Not yet. As of Saturday, he is yet to get the security footage because uh, our engineers is super backed up with doing work on the transmitter and everything else. So he hasn't pulled the footage yet. But, yeah, you should be able to see his car uh, on camera, see who did it. And so he backed his car in, and he was showing me the damage, and he was putting some thought into it. Did someone back out of their spot and back into his car? But the way the damage is, he thinks someone could have just been driving by. And not paying attention, maybe on the phone or getting their seatbelt on and just swerved over and swiped it. But, I mean, it's it's us. It's what, Pulte Homes? It's Lyft. And there's a lot of people do drive in this area that come by. But I want, I want to go through and walk by and look at the vehicles out there, see if anyone has damage on the front of their car. Yeah, that's the clue. Go through and see who has his paint on their, yes. on their car. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's someone else that had a hit and run here at the radio station once yes you are correct (laughs) (laughs) that would be you oh my gosh uh that was that was pure awkwardness because i was there when you confronted the person about hitting your car because you you could tell from the paint right yes yeah and i discovered it later on in the day the person that did it didn't even confront me or tell me or call me to tell me that it happened i just went about my day i left the radio station i i was i remember i was at the dry cleaner and I pull up to the dry cleaner and I get my stuff and I go walking out and I see like, oh my gosh, like someone backed into my car and there's a dent, there was paint on it. And I'm like, what the heck? And I'm looking around. There's no one around me. And I was very frustrated all night long. Next morning, uh, I start putting two and two together and realize that it was someone that we work with had backed into my car and they uh, didn't realize they backed into my car. Hmm. Like, how could you not realize you backed into someone's car? I mean, you literally hit the car. <laughs> and you're like, do 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 They <laughs> said they keep... backed into it and hit it and thought they didn't hit it. They thought that the jarring was their brakes being hit really hard. Oh, okay. And I'm okay. like, oh, okay, interesting. Mm, well, there's your paint on my car. And uh, yeah, but I couldn't believe it. I, I, I noticed it later on in the afternoon. Did you file insurance claim or did they pay or what happened with that? Uh, I looked at the amount of money it would have cost to get fixed. They did give me cash for it. They don't want any insurance involved. <laughs> <laughs> because if it's happened to you, it's probably happened to other people yes. before. Oh. oh, my gosh. Mercedes, they recommended a place to go to as well. Oh, really? Did you go there? I did. I did. I went to their, their uh, Sudden Impact Auto Body. It was the place that, like, hey, go see Sudden Impact Auto Body. Let's not do insurance. Find out how much it costs to get fixed, and I'll take care of it. And they did. Well, at least there's that. But now, isn't it on your car? What's it called? Carfax report? <laughs> probably. Probably. That was back when I had a Ford Taurus, too. That was oh, my car man. at the time. Oh, so he did you a favor. No, just kidding. (laughs) My aunt had a Ford Taurus. We love that car. (laughs) I think I was sleep deprived when they bought that car. I really was. I don't know why I bought myself a Ford Taurus. I remember I went, I had a truck at the time, drove by the Ford dealership, pulled in, traded in my truck, got a Ford Taurus, which was a nice car, but that was the common like rental car at the time. And I remember I I drove it to the radio station the next day. This was in DC. And one of my coworkers goes, what happened to your car? I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I saw you got a rental. I'm like, no, that's mine. I, I bought it. It's like, what? Like, no, no one buys a Ford Taurus. Where's your car? <laughs> only, only car rental places buy those. <laughs> um, if you were, if you could pin a car to your personality that, or a car that looks like you, you know how they say people look like their dogs? I think people will look like their cars too. And you never looked like the Ford Taurus. I feel like you looked like that gray truck you had. That was like, 
I felt like that was you. When you got the four Taurus, I was like, no, no, I didn't know you when you had four Taurus. You had something else after that. Uh, was a, no, uh, I had the Taurus when I came back. So you saw me uh, when I moved back to, from D.C., I did have the four Taurus. Oh, you did? Yeah. I felt like you had another sedan-like car that did not fit you at all. My Chevy Beretta that That's I had? That's what I was going to say Beretta, but yeah. I'm like, no, no one drove a Beretta. <laughs> That's, I felt like you did not look like that either. Your truck, it was you. Thank it you. was your personality. Yeah, the Chevy Beretta, that was uh, that was interesting. I bought that uh, right out of college, and that thing had so many issues. And then uh, I got my Ford Ranger, and I love that truck. I don't know why I traded it yeah, in for a Ford Taurus. Yeah, that was your personality for sure. If Steph were a car, what would, what would she be? Oh, Steph would be a Volkswagen Jetta. Oh my gosh, oh. I was thinking a yellow Volkswagen Beetle. Oh, oh that's cute. Yes. That's her yes. personality, I think, to yes. a T. I see myself with the pink leather interior with the yellow <laughs> on the outside. Oh. And I had a Volkswagen Jetta. Do you remember that? Yes, that was right before you had this car, right? Yes. You drove it back home. I did. I gave it back to my mom. I'm hoping when, I wonder what she's doing with that car now that I think about it. But yeah, I had a Volkswagen Jetta and I liked the yellow Beetle. Okay, what would Mercedes be? Uh, Mercedes would be a Mercedes. <laughs> uh, duh. Oh. It just kind of works that way. Um, a, a, a lavender purple one. Oh, a lavender with a sparkle to it. Oh, I like it. That would be too much for me, actually. I, I, I only drive black cars. <laughs> black cars are my rule. And I, I hate myself in the summer. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. They're the worst. I'm like, why didn't I get a white car? <laughs> if you're just joining us, so there's a couple storylines you need to follow along and maybe get follow-ups at some point. Steph and her best friend who didn't wish her a happy birthday on her birthday on Saturday. There's that storyline we need to follow up on. We'll have to keep you posted on Ramon's car. Who hit it? And then also keep you on the fact of when's the AC coming back. Yes. that Three storylines to follow along here with Mercedes we, in the morning. We should just do a break of the follow-ups of each of yeah. those three things tomorrow. That's a good idea. All right, let's do this right now. We want caller 20 at 702-364-9400. You're caller 20. You get to play heads up, and we got a great prize. We have a couple of tickets for you to go check out Seal. That show is going to be so good. It's happening at the Venetian Theater on Saturday, June 3rd. That's this? No, that's no. That's next week? A week from, yeah, two, two weekends away. Okay, I'm like, wait, what day is it? So you'll get to see Seal at the Venetian. Your tickets right now. You get to pick your category for Heads Up. You also get to pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning, Brianna. You're caller 20. Woo-hoo. Woo. <laughs> oh, do you have someone in there helping you? Yeah, my son Cash. He's on his way to school. Oh, that's awesome. What's up, Cash? Happy last day of school. You guys ready to do some winning here? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Pick a category. Do you want to go with hot tea, easy bake, solitaire, Gingers or promposal? You want me to choose? Yeah. Okay. Um, let's do hot tea. Let's go with hot tea. Okay. International Tea Day uh, was on Sunday, and these are all things associated with tea. Okay. Okay. You got it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's do this. Um, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? want to pick Mercedes? Okay, we're picking Mercedes. Okay, sounds good. All right, here we go. Brianna and Cash, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to go see Seal, and you start now. This is what you drink it out of. You've got a little serving plate. Uh, 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 no. Uh, and, uh, did she say it? 
Uh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. Um, this is. You might put this in your tea. It's very sweet. It comes from a hive, a beehive. Honey. Yes. This is H2O. Another word for H2O. Water. Yes. This is what you put in the water to make it into tea. You put this in. Uh, and it's got a string on it. A tea. Uh, yes. This is uh, the citrus fruit. You might squeeze Linen. it. Oh, yes. This is where you warm the water. You put this on the stove. and it, Stove. Uh, uh, it whistles. It's like. Whoo. Oh, it's Yes. yes. Oh my gosh, the, the connection was definitely our enemy in that, but we still worked through it and you won. Congratulations, Brianna and Cash. Thank you. You guys are all set. Tickets to go see Seal. Seal will be at the Venetian Theater at the Venetian Las Vegas on Saturday, June 3rd. So that's coming up in less than two weeks. We've got your tickets to go see Seal and we got them again tomorrow morning at 825. Last day yeah. of school for Clark County. Even they're Clark happy County. about yeah. it. Last day of school for Clark County today. You guys have that half day, and then you are done. Summer is here, and it's so exciting. And uh, I get excited for them because although we miss you guys when you uh, are not there in the morning because you're sleeping in, we it, we can appreciate that summertime feel because it's just it's like you look so forward to it. The the days that you play outside, you have not a care in the world. You well, actually, play outside. That was our generation. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not so much now. But I, I, the one thing I didn't like is that when I did finally go back to school, I felt like I forgot everything that I had learned the previous year. I felt like, oh man, I I should have kept reading over the summer. I should have done this because I felt like I forgot everything except for when I learned a lesson that involved a song. Like those song lessons where you had a certain thing that you remembered and it, it, it taught you a lesson through the song. And I just thought of this because uh, I saw that there's this teacher in Pennsylvania and he used a song to teach um, his eight times tables to students. So it's multiplication and we're we're on number eight and it gets kind of dicey when you get up higher, you know, higher than five. And he taught them how to remember their eights times tables using Taylor Swift's Shake It Off in in the lesson. How brilliant is this guy? A song, too, that speaks to kids. Yes, uh, kids know the song, uh-huh. and then you teach them the words to it with the eights times tables, and then that is a lesson that will stay with them through the summer. They'll always remember it. Do you want to hear some of the song? Yes, absolutely. It's really cute. This is a, a teacher in Pennsylvania, and, and here's the multiplication by eight song. through a song because I just I don't know I feel like that those are the ones that really stick did you ever have one well I'm trying to think there's nothing that came that stands sticks out from actually 
from school itself? Is it sad that the one that I remember is from watching cartoons every Saturday morning, and it was the Schoolhouse Rock, the I'm Just a Bill? I don't remember the whole entire thing. I just remember the I'm Just a Bill hanging out or still sitting here on Capitol Hill. I know there's more to it. I actually got the whole thing right here, but th- that's the one that stands out to me. This one right here. I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. And I got as far as Capitol Hill. Well, now I'm stuck in committee and I'll sit here and wait while a few key congressmen discuss and debate. See, I didn't even know there was a second verse to it, a third verse, because after the first verse, when I realized it was educational, I tapped out. I left. You're just not interested yes. at all. I I had the one about the and if you've had a song what what was it that taught you something 702-364-9400 the one for me was the 50 nifty united states do you guys do you remember that song how does that one go oh it's it's long i'm not going to do the whole thing but it starts out 50 nifty united states from 13 original colonies 50 nifty stars in the flag that billows so beautifully in the breeze and then it goes on and then it comes to the part where you say all 50 states and to this day i can recite those 50 states in under 30 seconds i just alabama alaska arizona arkansas california colorado connecticut delaware florida georgia hawaii idaho illinois indiana iowa kansas kentucky louisiana maine maryland massachusetts michigan minnesota mississippi missouri montana nebraska nevada new hampshire new jersey new mexico new york north carolina north dakota ohio oklahoma oregon pennsylvania rhode island south carolina south dakota tennessee texas utah vermont virginia washington west virginia wisconsin wyoming Damn! Oh, I mean, I I remember that from fourth grade. <laughs> you just nailed all fifty. How do I don't know how I can do that, but it's just it's because it was a song as a lesson, and I can't forget it. And we go back to this though. That is stuck in your mind. You just spit out all fifty states in a song that you learned as a kid. But I'm right there with you. We got coworkers that will walk by our office. I'm like, oh, what's, what's that person's name? name? <laughs> He's been here for eight months. What's his name? What's, is it Eddie? What's my pin? <laughs> my debit card? I don't even know. But all 50 states done in song. We oh, got it. It's so crazy. I'm that was nice. Um, someone just texted. Uh, it says, Schoolhouse Rock taught me the preamble to the Constitution. Uh, so many people know the state song. Someone just said, singing that with you, Mercedes. Uh, the song, I learned the songs for all the times tables. And then this one says, the state's in alphabetical order song. So a lot of people have learned that one. There were other songs that I don't remember, but... I think that's just a very good way to teach kids. It just absorbs better. Mm, it's unique, too. Wasn't there a thing with the months and the knuckles, if it's 30 or 31? Oh, yeah. I forget. I, I, didn't, I, never, I didn't learn that as a kid. I remember someone telling me as an adult, and I still don't understand how it goes. Oh, you start with September. Like, every one that has a bump has 30, 30 dates. January, February, but not February. Yeah, it's weird. But it's like, 30 you, dates, has November, something, blah, blah, and December. I can't remember. Uh, let's talk to Brandy. Brandy, did you have a song that taught you something? Yes. Um, my my times tables. Okay, so like it was 7, 14, 21, 28, 35, 42, 49, 56, 63, 70, 77, 84. And it was like yo-ho, yo-ho. And oh. then we had uh, Itsy Bitsy Spider. I, okay, Dean, I'll get it. And then I had Itsy Bitsy Spider, which was like 4, 8, 12, 16, 20, 24, 28, 32, and 36. 
and the itchy bitchy spider. So that's what we did. Oh my gosh, I love those. And they're to nursery rhymes, which you know the tune to, you don't forget. And the fact that you still remember yeah. that, that's so cool. Thank you, Brandy. Let's talk to uh, Heather. Heather, what song did you learn to memorize something? Hi, I learned the preamble to the Constitution. Well, how did the song go? It goes, we the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, tranquility, <laughs> provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity to ordain and establish this constitution. <laughs> For the United States of America. Oh, the standing yes. ovation. Heather, that was so good. Mercedes, you want to do a, a times table? You can pick the number to Warren G and Eight Dogs regulate. Oh, gosh. Two, four. <laughs> Ready? Okay. Here we go. Here's a new song for the kids. Times tables. You regulate any. You think you know how to multiply by five? Well, you're damn good at it. (laughs) We're gonna teach you how to do that right now. You know what I mean? Regulators multiply. It was five, then it's ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five, forty, forty-five, fifty, fifty-five. Yes. I only go to fifty-five that's on my time that's, that's the new song. I can do a song to, or I can do anything to warn you. Just ask, and I'll do it that's for you. That's fantastic. We've got the hot three coming up next. What do you have for us? Okay, this morning we're going to talk about women do you feel more confident now than you did say 10 years ago also americans are wasting 25 bucks a month on this and it really starts to add up and have you ever you know influencers will make quite a bit of money on social media but what about the animal influencers wait until you hear what some of them make that's all coming up next in the hot three Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Legacy AC. Visit them at LegacyAC.com. We all have parts of ourselves that we're self-conscious about, and a lot of them are related to the way that we look. A new survey of women looks at how women see themselves in society, and it finds that 80% agree that society puts a ton of pressure on women to look or act a certain way. The average woman feels self-conscious about her body four days a week. Women's top concerns include feeling like they need to, to cover up and uh, th- try to be things to all people. But um, despite all that, 77% of women say they feel more confident today than they did 10 years ago. And 63% feel more empowered. Um Respondents say it's important for successful women to stay positive and surround themselves with positive people. Do you do you feel more confident than you used to feel like 10 years ago? Oh, yes, 100 percent. Absolutely. But are there good days and bad days? For sure. There's days where I wake up and there's zero confidence and I just can't get things going. There's other days where it's just I just feel like I'm unstoppable, but definitely more than I did 10 years ago. 100 percent. I feel like my mantra now is like. Well, what's the worst that could happen? 
And sometimes that backfires, not going to lie. But if, if it's in terms of trying something new or asking someone something that I'm kind of hesitant on, I always just say, well, what's the worst that could happen? They, they say no. Uh, you try and fail. Well, at least I still learn something by yeah. failing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And that- so just... What's I've got I have got what's the thing that I say when I cross the street? Do you oh, remember? Oh oh uh, oh oh oh! Commit, 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 commit! And what's the worst that could happen? Those are my two life mantras. It's <laughs> true, and that, that commit thing is such a little thing, but it's it's like you can apply it to so many different areas of your life. I I've heard about this five second rule, and I started doing this where I think of doing something like oh I should send that person this message or I should do this. And like yeah I'll do it when I get out of the gym, or I'll do it when I get home, or I'll do it when I'm driving home. And within five seconds, like the thought is kind of gone, and it, I don't do it. So now I try to like you commit to things of doing something whether it be sending a friend a message or making some move or something it's like commit just do it now because an hour from now you'll look back on what you wanted to do I'm like ah it wasn't that important. I don't need to send that person that message. Yeah, or I just forget. Yeah, I completely yeah. <laughs> just forget about it. Um, also this morning, households are wasting $25.34 a month on unused subscription services. The average U.S. home has 4.4 paid-for subscriptions worth $52.97 a month. Wow, I wish mine were only $52.97. We have way too many. And I just subscribed to a new one over the weekend. Oh, what was it? Uh, uh, Vicky. What's Vicky? <laughs> <laughs> it's so I can watch Kore- Korean dramas. Eat <laughs> your face, what you like. That's what you like. Well, there's one Vicky. I've been wanting to watch, and it's not on Netflix, and it's not on Amazon Prime, and it's not on Hulu. And so I Googled, I'm like, wait, what service do I need to watch this one? And Vicky's the only thing that came up. So I go to Vicky, I'm like, all oh, right, it's like $5.99 a month, but there's a seven day trial. So I'm trying to watch this whole. <laughs> the show within seven days so I can cancel it and not have to pay. You got to, you have to be careful with that because uh, I got dinged on a music subscription that I signed up for and it just, uh, it was a free trial and uh, I missed the cutoff on my free trial. Oh, and man. I just got dinged for Apple Music. <laughs> Idiots. I just got dinged for $10.99. Well, I even set an alarm for the day before. <laughs> so I'm like, I got I to gotta cancel Vicky on this day. That's smart, though, uh, to set that alarm. Because next thing you know, you're getting charged for Vicky, and you're not paying attention. Now three months go by, and Vicky's getting you every month. You know why? Because I was thinking, hmm, I should set a, an alarm. I'll do that later. And then I was like, no, commit. commit. Just set it now. <laughs> All right, finally this morning, if your quest to become an Instagram star hasn't paid off yet, you may want to turn your attention to your dog. In the case of a five-year-old golden retriever, Tucker Budson, the pooch, uh, he clears a cool $1 million a year on YouTube and Instagram posts. Tucker's owner, Courtney Budson, breaks down the payout saying a YouTube paid post can be anywhere from $40,000 to $60,000 for a 30-minute pre-roll, while Instagram, they make about twenty grand for anywhere from three to eight stories and she is not alone a sheep a doodle named bunny who has over 8 million tiktok followers earns between uh 5000 to just over $8000 per post while the famous Doug the pug he's got 6 million tiktok followers and he earns between 3500 and $6000 per ad this this cash cow has been enough for most of the the pups parents to retire from their day job 
and then become full-time animal agents. Yeah, I met Doug the Pug once at, he was in town for a convention that I was at, and Doug the Pug was there. Super. So he come in with his briefcase, like, <laughs> I've got convention business to take care of. Hey, hey we're meeting everyone. <laughs> Doug the Pug here, and we need to do this. I'd be the super sweet dog, but I got, I was next to him, I, was, I got nervous. Like, I don't know, I wanted to pet him, and I touch him and hurt the guy, and he had his owner, very sweet lady, and then, like you said, Mercedes, they had uh, a manager as well. Doug the Pug had a manager. Oh, that's, I mean, th- that's a lucrative job. I never heard about this bunny, this uh, sheep-a-doodle named Bunny, so I just looked him up. Mm-hmm. 8.3 million followers. Um, he's cute, but maybe he does more than I'm just seeing. He's just kind of standing around, like, I don't know. I, he, whatever he's doing, he's doing it right. 8 million followers, you're good. But yeah, he, going back to your life lesson, his owner, Bunny's owner, committed to doing this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to commit, I'm going to make posts every day, I'm going to do the whole thing, and next thing you know, now they're making millions off the thing. Uh, why Why don't the two of you with the dogs commit and make them TikTok stars? I could see Momo and Jax and, and uh, God, not Lily, what's the... Zoe. Yeah. <laughs> I always call her Lily. I feel so bad when I do that. I bet they could both. They could all three be huge TikTok stars. Does Momo have an Instagram or anything? I did not make him an Instagram. I didn't want to want to. I didn't know. I just couldn't commit, and that's probably the thing. I do need to commit. But there's another What's thing. What's the worst that could happen? Momo doesn't sit still. <laughs> Momo does not sit still. It's hard to take photos of him. So maybe videos. Maybe I could go the TikTok route with Momo. Yeah, what about your videos. dog, Stacey? Uh, well, Jackson. And Zoe both have their own Instagram page, which has been, um, we haven't looked at them in five years. <laughs> they probably <laughs> shut them down by now. <laughs> we committed for like two months. I'm like, this is too much work. We're out. Um, so coming up, we've got Jerker Justified, and we've got two situations that came in, Mercedes. You and I need to talk off the air as to see which one we want to do this morning. Yeah, I was just looking at them. I'm trying. They're both good. Well, yeah, maybe we flip a coin. Flip a coin. But <laughs> that's how good it is. We've got two of them to decide on, and Jerker Justified is coming up in about 10 minutes. We still doing the weekend? Is it we call him Abel now? Because he wanted the change. Yeah. Uh, I think the songs he recorded as the weekend stays the stays weekend. Stays the weekend. That was the weekend era, and now we're moving into the Abel Tespe era. Okay, so there you go. That's the weekend. Die for you on Mix 94.1. And it is time for you to be the judge. Help us out here with Jerk or Justified. Our phone number is 702-364-9400. You can call us or text us there, or you can comment with your thoughts on social media, our Facebook page, just look up Mercedes in the morning. So we had two. I think we're going to split them up. I think we're just going to do one. And we decided which one we're going to go with, right? The, yeah. The dog one? The dog one. Okay. And right out of the gate, we know we know what this is all about. They're right. Hi, Mercedes and JC. Am, am I the jerk for letting my friends know their dog died? So here's the backstory. My neighbors went on vacation and asked if I would check in on their dog and let it out. The dog gets to stay in a tiled room where they are blocked off. The dog is pretty old and can't control its bowels anymore, so they keep the dog to this portion of the house. I stopped by multiple times throughout each day, and when I checked on the dog on day three, it is laying peacefully on the tile. I fill the food bowl and change the water and try to wake the, uh, try to wake the dog to go out to the bathroom. The dog is alarming, alarming stiff to the touch, and I pretty much know immediately that it's dead. I was so shocked, and without thinking, I called my neighbor to let them know. Well, they start freaking out and ask me to take it to the emergency vet. Well, the dog is about 45 pounds, and I'm a small female. I tell them that the dog is not breathing and is stiff. The wife then starts bawling, and the husband gets on the phone. He tells me that they will have a conversation and get back to me. But before getting off the phone, he says to me, So, 
If the dog was dead, why did you even call? We are home in three days. You likely just ruined our vacation. I was flabbergasted. Wait, I ruined your vacation? Am I the jerk for calling them? Or would I be a bigger jerk if I didn't? What do you guys think? Man, this one's tough. Because I put myself in both positions as the dog owner and as the dog sitter. And my answers completely change for each one. <laughs> for the dog sitter, I, I'm thinking you did the right thing. You got to let them know as soon as something happens, if there's an emergency. It, you know, if their house was on fire... You would call and tell them right away. You wouldn't wait till they got home and saw a pile of ashes to let them know. So I think if you ask me to do a job, I'm going to let you know if there's a problem. As the dog owner, it will completely ruin your vacation. And there's kind of that ignorance is bliss mentality where it's like, can't do anything about it. Let's enjoy the rest of this vacation. And then we'll come back and deal with reality. But in the end, I side with the dog sitter. I think you have to. And I'm sorry they feel that you ruined the vacation. You didn't kill the dog. Um, and I also think there's that trauma response where he's going to, he, they're so traumatized by what's going on that they just resort to anger and it's going to be directed towards you. And I think once they think about the situation, that may change. What do you think? Yeah, I'm right there with you. I, you if you're the dog sitter, if I'm watching someone's dog, and, and even like sounds like maybe this dog was an old age, issues going on, I'm, I'm going to call immediately. I get there, and, and it's, it's traumatic for you, too, to walk into the house, and you see the person's dog you've been watching. The neighbor's dog is, is, has passed away. It's in front of you, touching the dog and everything. I would just, my immediate response would be, I'm not even thinking that they're on vacation. I'm going to say, oh, my gosh, I just got here. The dog has passed away. If they tell me to take it to the vet, I would probably say the same thing. No, it's, it's gone. There's nothing we can do right now. And then I flip it now, as in you a dog owner and, and I've got two dogs I would want to know and yes it would ruin my vacation but if we're in Wyoming for five days and, and someone's watching our dog and two days in Jax or Zoe God forbid something happens and they don't tell us and we get back I would just be I would be upset with myself for not being able to come home right away and so I, I would want to know it's just it's just life it, 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 sadly something very unfortunate happened while your friends were on vacation but I, I would want to know so, okay, let's say you're on that five-day vacation. Mm-hmm. It's day two. They tell, told you your dog passed away. Do you come home? Or are you just like, Ooh. I mean, what can you do? Yeah, that's a conversation yeah, that Laura and I would have right there. Like, okay, what are we going to do? Jax is already, it's hard just to say it. The, the, the pup is dead. What are we going to do? Um, then the rest of the vacation, you're sad and everything. I, I still would want to know. I would just, if I got back and knew that that happened two days in, I'd be like, why did you tell me right away? I would just, me personally, I would want to know. Well, yeah, but would you go but back home? Would we come back? <sighs> I think Laura would want to come back immediately, drop everything and come home. And I would try to say, let's just stay here. There's nothing we can do. Yeah. Try to enjoy the time. But I know her, she would be immediately, let's get in the car and go. I'm like, hold on a second, let's talk about it. Let's I, talk about it. I would be so sad. I would be so sad and probably ruin the rest of the vacation. But I think we would still stay. Because yeah. I think Matt would be like you and say, there's nothing we can do. Let's just, you know. And this vacation, Matthew says, husband is the jerk, not you. You were a victim of circumstance. Jennifer says he probably didn't mean to be rude. People grieve in different ways, but he did. But you did the right thing by telling them. Herb says it's your job as the dog watcher to let the owners know everything. It is also not your job to deal with a dead dog. However, I do understand the vacationer. I think we all understand the, the response, but... Yeah, that's a tough situation. Um, 
It says, be thankful they called you jerks. <laughs> Those are the vacationers. <laughs> um, heck yes, I would call them. OMG, not the jerk. Who, would, who wouldn't want to know? And then this one says, I feel like you can't win in this situation because they might have acted the way they did since they were grieving. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you did the right thing. I'm sorry you had to deal with that. I, I think an apology is in order, and maybe once they get everything situated, you might get that. But it's that's a tough situation. It's a real tough spot. So if you ever have a situation for Jerk or Justified, send it in to us at Mix941.fm. That's our website, and uh, we'll get it on the air. And we do love getting feedback after we talk about it. So um, to the person that wrote this today, we're not going to mention your name, but let us know how things pan out with the friends and if things change down the road. Coming up next, we do have What's Trending. What do you have for us? All right. We are going to talk about the Foo Fighters. They have announced their new drummer. Who is it? We'll tell you coming up. Also, uh, the VGK, how they made history last night. It was a huge comeback. And then also how your next sip of coffee may taste a little sweeter. That is all coming up next in What's Trending. Probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's Trending is on Mix 94.1. The Foo Fighters are trending this morning. The band made a big announcement over the weekend. During their live stream, Foo Fighters preparing music for concerts, they said that they have officially found a new drummer to take the place of the late Taylor Hawkins. John Fries will be joining the band. He has been drumming for over 30 years, including with the Vandals, Suicidal Tendencies, and Infectious Grooves. He's also worked with several artists, including Bruce Springsteen, Weezer, and Lana Del Rey. Taylor Hawkins, he passed away last year while touring with the group. He was only 50 years old. That's such a tragedy when he passed away. Did you see on the tribute concert when Taylor's son stepped in to play drums on this song? I mean, I was bawling. I was in tears when that happened. He was wailing on those drums. Just, I mean, it was perfect. It was perfect on them. I I mean, uh, it's hard to fill those shoes and I don't think that he should try. I think he should just bring his talents to the group and not try to be Taylor Hawkins because you won't be Taylor Hawkins. You got to just go in there and be Josh Freese, you know? Yeah, exactly. And their new album is coming out here very soon. Two new singles out and people were speculating who's the drummer, who's the drummer on the two new songs. Now we know. Yeah. Also this morning, Vegas Born is trending two down, two to go in the quest for the cup. The Vegas Golden Knights beat the Dallas Stars in game two of the Western Conference Finals in overtime three to two. I'm not taking anything away for the guys. But have you noticed that they always win after they appear on our show? Like whenever we have an interview, they always win. I'm just saying, maybe another Golden Knight should call in this week. Zach, we even pointed out to Zach Whitecloud. We said, hey, when you win... You know, it's good luck. Yeah. And they won two games, so maybe Zach should call us tomorrow. At least like, tomorrow morning. They get next games tomorrow night. I mean, it has everything to do with their talent. I, like I said, I'm not taking anything away. But if you are a superstitious person, I would just keep it going. You know what I mean? Uh, Shea Theodore took a shot that bounced perfectly in front of Chandler Stevenson, who knocked it in in overtime, winning the game. For the first time in NHL history, the first two games of both conference finals have gone to overtime. That has never happened before we were at the game last night and third period 
uh, losing two to one. I was like, oh, no, this sucks. Uh, then they scored and everyone's flipping out. And I was like, please don't let it go to overtime. Please don't let it go to overtime because there was like a minute left. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I'm like, we're going to overtime. I was so panicked, but it ended up working out. What a fantastic game. And to go back to your whole thing about the Golden Knights players that have been on the show, the team wins afterwards. It's like, you know, you're superstitious. You sit in your seat and you wear your jersey. Does that affect the game? No. But a player coming on the show, we, we have a direct connection with that player. They had a great time. We changed their spirits. Maybe Saturday morning, Zach Whitecloud was listening to the Best Stuff show. And he, they won Friday, and then he hears himself on the radio. He's like, man, yeah, things are good right now. We bump up his energy even more going to the game on Sunday. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, we'll, uh, we'll see. If there are any Golden Knights listening right now, our phone line is always open to you. If you want to discuss the game, life. Zach White Clouds, Alligator Arms, whatever. <laughs> Is this a request? If you're a Golden Knight, we'll play any song you want. Yeah. Any song. Oh, well, we got to be careful with that. I mean, what if they pick something that's like language-wise? True. That's true. <laughs> uh, and then finally, this morning, IHOP is trending. The chain has announced that they're selling bags of pancake-flavored coffee now. So they've got three flavors. One is their signature blend. So I'm just assuming that is probably what you would normally get at an IHOP restaurant. But then the other two are pancake-infused. One is called buttery syrup, and the other one is supposed to taste like their chocolate chocolate chip pancakes. They're already in grocery stores, and you can also get them on Amazon. Is that something you'd be down to taste? Or I don't know. That just sounds too sweet to me. Oh, I'd try it. We've tried garbage on the show. We tried this Tuesday. Is true. Yeah, I would definitely try it. Hundred percent. I think of all the like sweet coffee drinks we've had before, like yeah. a gingerbread latte or something. That's sweet. All right, let's try it. Yeah, <laughs> that's what's trending. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us for a Monday. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We appreciate you. If you missed anything from earlier in the show or you want to hear something again or you want to say, hey, did you hear this this morning? Here, check out the podcast. Uh, All you got to do is download it from anywhere that you get your podcasts. You can also download the Odyssey app or go to our website, mix941.fm. J-Love headed in next, but right now it's time for the line of the day. We talked about the learning songs we still remember from school, and Mercedes came up with a new one to help you remember your five times tables, and it's done to Warren G's Regulate. Regulators, Regulators. multiply. Mount up. It was it a was five, then it's white. ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-five, forty, forty-five, fifty, fifty-five. I mean, I, my flow is better than any other rapper in the game right now. You're so we should do that with our, with our coworkers. His name is Stevie, works in sales. <laughs> then there's Jeremy. Steve's like what? <laughs> oh my god! I'm just saying, everyone's names. We'll get them on there. That's right? a good idea. Right? We'll I get like it going. It. That was brilliant. Uh, that will do it for show number 1844 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.